This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, Dunedin recently welcomed the first 49 Syrian refugees to the city following the addition of our city uh, to the list of resettlement locations around the country. Uh, something that's generated a variety of responses in the community, from the welcoming and the practical to the ignorant and the fearful. How well do we understand the refugee experience, not only among our most recent arrivals, but among the wider and growing group of refugees from around the world? An upcoming exhibition at the Dunedin Community Gallery will perhaps go some way towards demystifying some of what surrounds the arrival of displaced people. Joining me on the line now to talk about transplanted refugee portraits in New Zealand is the exhibition's producer, Tracy Barnett. Thank you for joining us on the awesome morning show today. Tracy, good to have you with us. Thank you, Jeff. Tracy, you've been a commentator for numerous New Zealand publications on asylum issues. Uh, you're the author of The Quiet War on Asylum and creator of Asylum Awareness Campaign We Are Better Than That and more recently Wage Peace New Zealand, an educational initiative that uh, is designed to raise awareness about refugee issues in the country. What led you down that path? <laughs> you know, I wish I could give a cogent, intelligent answer, but I certainly can't. I think sometimes life and what touches you in a human level quite deeply is surprising. Um, I've covered, uh, I've been to and reported from refugee camps along the Thai Miramar border, and I think that's an experience that changes you irrevocably. I've also reported from uh, Sydney's Villawood Detention Center, and that's also a fairly awful place. Um, And then when you come back to New Zealand and you look at our own very tiny intake of refugees here and how little is known about the community and their experiences, I think that's enough to motivate anybody. One of your primary concerns is the prevalence of of misinformation around the question of asylum and and indeed what refugees bring to the country as well. Predominantly, what messages have been of most concern and where do they come from? Mm. It's a great question because what I've seen as a journalist, I've seen the narrative change. I've seen when that little boy, Alan Kurdish, washed up on the beach in Turkey. The world gave an outcry of horror. But the reality is that since that little boy washed up on that beach, 70 more children have washed up. And the difference today is that the media and all of us experience compassion fatigue or empathy uh, fatigue. And that needs to change because the reality is this crisis is still ongoing. Also, there tends to be sadly a demonization of refugees and asylum issues when it's simply misunderstood and the reality is that in New Zealand when people come and are welcome through the refugee quota people have been vetted they become wonderful eventually really productive citizens in our country and really enrich us in a wonderful way and so I think what I hope to do through this exhibit is to show the flip side of that life being transplanted where it was initially pulled up by its roots it now gets to be put down in new soil and regenerate. And this exhibit is really about the regeneration of that new life. And these portraits are gorgeous. They're two meter tall, stunning black and white close-up images of 12 of our beautiful Kiwi new, or I should say refugees that aren't necessarily new. But it shows you a real spread of how 
refugee lives really enrich us. We've got everything from a Queen's Award-winning lawyer who's a Holocaust survivor who um, has been here for obviously 60-plus years. We've got uh, to a six-year-old, uh, to a, uh, some, a two-year-old who's only been here for six months from uh, a refugee camp along the Miramar border. So that diversity of experience is really shown here. But I guess I need to also say that this is just not an art exhibit. The whole intent of this project was to create a talking space in Dunedin for refugee issues. And to that end, what we've done is I've curated speaking sessions that will begin next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 5.30. The public is welcome to come along at any of these sessions. And we will have speakers who have reported on the issues, and we will answer questions, and we will hopefully begin this discussion and teach each other about the lessons and the issues that are on the table for New Zealand. This is the notion of the human library that you're bringing to Transplanted. Right. Uh, Tell tell us kind of how how the the idea for that came around. (laughs) Well, actually, what we will be doing as well, so all of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, evenings come on by. As a matter of fact, we'll have other speaking sessions during the day. But not this weekend, but next weekend, the 14th and 15th, on Saturday and Sunday, starting at 1 o'clock and finishing at 4, we'll have speakers, we'll have refugees speaking, and then finally at 3 o'clock we'll be having what I'm calling a human library session. It's a concept that began in Copenhagen and has become very popular in North America. Like you can check out a book, you can check out a person. So what I've done is I've invited some of Dunedin's former refugees, not from this first intake because their plates are full right now, to come along to the gallery and people can meet and talk one-on-one with refugees and ask their questions and hear their stories and learn more about their experience to demystize and hopefully dispel some of the misinformation that often is too prevalent in our media with the reality, which is these folks make wonderful Dunedin citizens, and you can come meet them then. And one of the consequences of, of the ignorance of, of the facts and understanding of these people's circumstances is that it can soften New Zealanders to kind of harsher official measures that seek to control or reject arrivals. Is that one of the, the motivations also here? It is. Uh, As a journalist, I was horrified to see that New Zealand, who has very proudly been considered a world leader in resettlement uh, procedures, instituted a law uh, that was introduced in 2012 and made to law in 2013 to give mandatory detention, essentially, for any future boat arrivals to this country. And unfortunately, the irony is that we've never had a boat arrival of asylum seekers in the history of New Zealand, at least in our modern history, I should say. So this, I felt, was very much a law that was instituted to um, get in line with some of our other partners. And I didn't feel that that was indicative of what has been our tradition of very fairly assessing asylum seekers' cases and having them reviewed, as is our normal procedure. Tracy, was it easy for you to get people to agree to talk about themselves in this way? Well, you know, that's a good point, because I would have to say that refugees tend to be very self-effacing. And when you... uh, particularly people who are more recent arrivals, because when they've come to New Zealand, this is their last hope. This is the last 
place in the world that they can have another chance. And I think many of them, not all, of course, as refugees are as diverse as you and I are, but I think many of them want to live quiet lives out of the political arena. Now, that's not true for all refugees, but in general, our refugee intake is so tiny, only 750 a year, and that number hasn't changed in almost three decades now, that um, that really the New Zealand public just doesn't know many refugees or have many experiences of refugees. And that is very true of Dunedin, who is just now, I'm absolutely proud to say, from your grassroots movement, have have welcomed refugees and become the newest sixth resettlement city in New Zealand. Talking about yes, we're talking about transplanted refugee portraits in New Zealand, which uh, opens at the Dunedin Community Gallery on the eighth of this month. Has this uh, exhibition toured other centres in New Zealand? No, as a matter of fact, you need to know that I have very specifically premiered it in Dunedin because you have just become a new refugee resettlement centre, and I thought the timing was just too good to pass up. I had originally intended this to begin in Auckland because so many, we have such a large refugee population here relative to anywhere else in the country. But I have been invited to speak at the Space Race Bodies 2 conference at Otago University this weekend. And the university departments there have been astoundingly supportive and are helping to support the gallery space. So I must also compliment the city of Dunedin, who have been absolutely incredible. All of this has come, all of this has come through donations of time and services and in-kind can-do spirit. I've been absolutely blown away by the generosity of Dunedinites who have said, yep, I'll, I'll volunteer to be a gallery helper. Yep, I'll print your posters. Yep, I'll do put up the signs. It's really a true testament to the community's support for refugees in Dunedin. And you have been running uh, a crowdsourcing campaign to, to bring this exhibition here. Is that still open and are you hoping that you can then take it elsewhere? Jeff, thank you for mentioning it. Um, my goal is to try to raise enough money to bring this to other cities in New Zealand, and there will be smaller towns in New Zealand that can't afford and don't have the resources of Dunedin. So if you could go to the Give a Little page, it's simply called Transplanted Refugee Portraits of New Zealand, and give what you can. That would be wonderful. We'll also be accepting Koha. The exhibit is free, but any Koha that you can put in an extra note in that Koha Koha box, it would be most welcome. Well, we look forward to your visit and we look forward to transplanted refugee portraits at the uh, Community Gallery. Uh, Tracy Barnett, thank you for joining us this morning on the Awesome Morning Show. Thank you so much, Jeff. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.